When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Go, Sam! There it is. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Corridor Digital Podcast, where we talk about making videos, life, and Ren's hair. Today on the podcast, we've got Sam Gorski on guitar. We've got Ren Weichman on Sour Patch Kids. We've got Nick Laurent on Gummy Bears. And wait, Ren, you you also have a dog. What's your dog's name, Ren? Peace. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> that was right. beautiful. I feel like that was a very... Uh... That was a very uh, marijuana-induced intro, I feel like. <laughs> I, well, I just realized that I'm using, like, the same thing I use for my microphone. I have my guitar plugged into, like, all the time. So I could have been doing this for all every Zoom call. Oh, so man. Stupid. Oh, now, wait. Um, so, wait. You can just do this for Zoom calls in general. Yeah, this now. is plugged directly into my PC, so. Amazing. Yeah. So let's start that. Let's turn that into a thing. Like, actually, yeah. maybe we can sell that as a service. Maybe, maybe you can like, <laughs> you can sell Sam as like he'll he's just a bard that will like attend your e bard, yeah, e bard. Sam just kind of zooms in. Hey guys, yeah. don't mind me. Sam's e bard services. He just shows up. He does hoedowns too. Oh, he does. Sam, do a <laughs> does rockabilly uh, drive-through parties? We're rockabilly hoedown. Yeah. Beautiful. All about that low note, though. That one's. Wow. Um. Well. So there you have it. Uh, we've already come up with a great idea. Um, <laughs> Ebards. Oh, good. Dot com. Ebards.com. slash ebard services. Hey, Christian, is today's episode sponsored? I don't think yeah, it is. It is not today, but it will be next week. week. I think it's sponsored by Corridor Digital. Yeah, the uh, awesome subscription streaming yeah. platform. Guys, CorridorDigital.com is one of the best subscription streaming platforms on the market. More on that later. Wait, wait, but I thought you were only on YouTube, Corridor Digital. Turns out, no, we're not only on YouTube. In fact, if you're listening to this podcast audio only, you might be listening to it on such platforms as Spotify or Google Podcasts or iTunes. Or Audible. Or Audible. Does Audible have podcasts? No, but I was thinking the Top 10 Games book. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, but anyways, uh, hey, so we're gathered here today. I thought we'd take a little bit of time to discuss, um, you know, we get a lot of questions all the time. Hey guys, how do you come up with ideas? What goes into your ideas? What makes a good video? 
Um, and uh, I just figured, you know, we've got a we've got a an ace crew here, and so maybe we could um, we could just talk about some recent examples. Maybe they don't have to be videos we've made; they can be videos you've seen, and and just talk about you know what goes into them and what what makes a good video. If you have to classify it, what makes a good video from a bad video? You know, and Great. I think one of the first things uh, is your connection to the characters. That's mm. the first thing. And it's one of the, it's one of the most diverse things about a video, but that's the first starting point right there is, you know, you can have a video about anything it can be about changing a light bulb. It can be about getting a drone out of a tree. It can be about uh, a boss town dynamics robot. But if you're not feeling that, you know, then you're, you're just not going to watch it. Even if it's like, the weird thing is even when it's like a viral video, you know, and it's like cell phone footage and you see that and it's like, you know, some chaotic like moment in time, what you're looking at are the people. You're my, not, favorite, like, my favorite uh, videos from the protests has been the, the, the buddy comedies that go on, you know, you're, you see these char- crazy characters. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen, James what, Franco. No. What did you call them? <laughs> Never mind. Bad joke. <laughs> um, I I see what you're saying. I think any video that you find good, it's totally you know objective. But any video yeah. you find good has a personal connection, and that is where character comes in. You're and you're right. It is subjective. You know, oftentimes what makes a good video is is highly subjective. But um, you know, like there's still some through lines like you, you might not know a good video when you see it, but you certainly know a bad video when you see it. Mm. And, and, and the first thing about that you notice with a bad video is like, Oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm just totally checked out 30 seconds in. You're not even, you're not even, it feels like two minutes. It feels like an hour because you haven't actually taken the, the time as the creator to present the first and foremost human personality yeah i mean i think there's a recent example we dealt with uh jake and sam and maybe ren also in our uh, editor applications uh yeah you know (laughs) there are hundreds thousands yeah that's yeah and uh because because i'm you know you were talking about that and i was thinking like when do i watch bad videos like (laughs) because usually bad videos you don't watch right you just like like you realize usually subconsciously this is a bad video i don't want to be here i gotta go watch a good video and luckily youtube also does a good job with the algorithm but yeah that that uh that exercise of watching through i'm sure you can speak to this uh watching through all these editor applications that's yeah, definitely that's... there's some some i mean i'm not going to diss on anyone there's no particular one we're going to diss on some people but i mean there's obviously a level there's a whole spectrum of quality and some of them were bad and how do you quantify that Hmm. it's easy i think the bad ones come down to like three concepts which is um if you're if you are going to communicate something to someone you need to get to the point of what you're trying to communicate very quickly or at least give people a hint of hey i'm about to give you two more points you know That's why, that's why I said, hey, I've got three points. <laughs> yeah, and right, so, yeah. And so that's the first one, though. It's like the idea of like getting grounded and like storytelling, any, communicating anything is mm-hmm. important. Um, you don't want to hear someone ramble and then ask them, wait, 
what are you talking about? You know, I feel like that it happens in everyday conversations too. Yeah. I feel like one of the more important things about a video is its pacing. It has to have good pacing, whether that's fast pacing or slow pacing depends on the content itself. Cause you yeah. can have a bad video that's just cut too quickly. Right. Or you could have a bad video. Usually a bad video is just cause the pacing is way too slow. So it's like, you know, people ask, what is the good length for a video? Well, the answer yeah. is 10 minutes. So you can get that extra <laughs> monetized. <laughs> now it's only eight courtesy yeah. of new YouTube. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. um, in truth, a video needs to be as long as it needs to be, which sounds like a cop-out answer, but it's the truth because a video could be three minutes long because the content can only support itself for three minutes. Or in the case of our recent video with getting the drone out of the tree, that was a 22-minute video. That's you rarely make videos that are longer than 20 minutes, but that video yeah. kind of like it, 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 it was well, not fast-paced, but there, there was no fluff. That's the important thing. It's like yeah. anything that's in there has a purpose, whether it's for education or entertainment, it has See, to have a purpose. That's, I think I was going to combine the second point a little bit with, with that idea of pacing, but what you said is everything has to have purpose. And I think that, that I think that's, those are both ways to say, sum up the same thing. I feel like pacing is something that you, it's, it's very objectively easy to see. But the thing is, is when slow paced things work, it's because they're still giving you purposeful, relevant information at the right time that you need to know it. And so I feel so it's, it's, it's a very subjective area, but ultimately you can sum it up with saying only include information with purpose to your point. And if you are going to include something that isn't purposeful to the point, it's, it's good to maybe kind of like highlight that in a way, you know, like make it, make it. Yeah. Um, like a satire or a cutaway or something. Well, I, I feel yeah. like it's it's fluff, right? You don't want to have fluff in your video just for the sake of being there. But fluff is okay if it's entertaining. Tactical fluff. You need, you need some of that. The drone video has that a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's like those character moments and like, uh-huh. you know, some story elements that aren't necessary, but serve the audience, serve the character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think both the things that you mentioned, Ren, Pacing, and Sam getting to the point right out off the bat are both things that were lacking in the less good submissions that Jake uh, and you know, we all went through for those submissions. A lot of people like would just not really cut to the core of what Sam wanted from like one, the the scene was uh, like, it came by to scan the studio and you know, it's a whole scene with a guy coming he's a technician for Leica coming by setting up this awesome lidar scanner and sam wants to use it for his unreal stuff but that's the story this guy talked for about 20 minutes about the the tech and it's all really interesting stuff but a lot of people hung up on that stuff and not sam's like cutting through to what sam wanted out of him and what sam wanted out of that tech purpose of why he was there in the first place and the best ones took that guy's mission statement out of his dialogue. You know, they found it in what, um, sorry, Sam's mission statement and any supporting quotes that the guy was, you know, information that the tech was giving him and put that as the intro to the video. So you got to pay off already. Like, right. As it started, you know, you know, they set up the Sam's story and after you set up the story in a video, then you can justify some, some fluff. I think. interesting because it's all it's 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 kind of relative to itself 
in a way. Like when you, when you talk about pacing and you talk about like cutting to what's important to like move the story along, it's sure. It, it, it's kind of like, you know, when you, when you start and you have an idea, whether that's like in paper or in video, it's kind of like you're, you're standing at the top of a ridgeline and, and you have like a ball and you can, you can only put the ball down once, but you can put it down wherever you want, you know, but then once it's down, like you start to eliminate the possibilities that can come from it. Right. As it, and as it gets further down the hill, there's less and less things that it's capable of doing uh, until you get to your final destination. Then it's too late. And then it's too late. You can't go back up the hill. <laughs> yeah, no, but then, then your story's run, yeah, you know? Yeah. I'm going to throw one more thing out there. Um, yeah, what was your third? What was your final? Um, it's, it's expectations, and it mm. comes from expectations from, obviously, you can, you can apply it to character stuff, but ultimately, it's all about the audience. It's all about what are the audience's expectations going into something, and why or how are you going to betray those expectations? And, yeah, and and that's super important because it, it works in two ways, and it works for any type of story. Um, it works for stories where you know exactly what's going to happen, but you have no idea how you're going to get there. I think Ren's drone video is kind of like a good example of of that kind of thing, where it's like, look, it's a drone in a tree. Like we know he's going to get it down, but it's all the things and the steps that you go to get there that make it interesting, and those are the unexpected elements. Um, and then it kind of inversely works too, in the sense of, um, like, like something you you know going towards a task that seems clear cut and the goal seems very straightforward from the start, but that goals the expectations and that goal shifts into new res- results, and like the story itself can you know spiral there. I mean, yeah. I, and usually those Conflict. Uh, those those goal shifting stories where the the expectations of the goal changing, usually that ends up kind of still being a cyclical story like the first one, which is, oh, we got to the place we kind of all kind of, we didn't, it's it's the story where you you didn't know that you knew the goal the whole time, you know, it's, and so that's like the big difference there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like that's the best way to sum it up because there's no reason to tell something someone or tell someone something they already know, you know, it's like Ren got the drone down from a tree. It's like, all right, yeah. I got it down from the tree. It's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know, and, and like, oh, what's, a, what's another great example? Uh, like what, the, uh, the guy who uh, free soloed uh, uh, the, the, in Yosemite or whatever, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Alex. yeah, Alex Honnold. It's same same thing there, which is like, <laughs> that movie would have been w- way lamer if it was like just a sweet I mean, it would be pretty cool, but if it was just him starting at the bottom, going like, "Here we go," and then he gets to the top, it's like the end, and you're you're, you're like, "All right, you did it." <laughs> you know, it's like it's still cool, but like, it's there's nothing unexpected so much yeah. that's happening in that version. Well, yeah, and then plus with that, it's like the context is everything. You know, the whole movie is basically setting up why this is such a crazy monumental task, and then he goes and does it, and so it's like it's it's its own built-in reward. Yeah. Yeah. Another 100%. thing to consider is that like we're we're kind of talking about a very specific kind of video here. We're talking about like narrative videos, even if they are kind of reality based, like the drone recovery video, you know, yeah, stories. I, 
Well, um, I still feel, I, I feel like I'm trying to keep this stuff general enough where it applies to even a 30 second thing. Well, I'm talking like, what about like, uh, so the videos that Jenna likes to watch are like these half hour chiropractic videos where it's literally just a person popping a person's back and, no. and the body. That's a thing? She doesn't watch it for education. It's, well, the chiropractor is kind of entertaining. Uh, <laughs> but like, wow. it's, I mean, That's yeah, it's basically this, yeah. this, this professional chiropractor who uh, she gets these clients in and she does all this stuff to this person. It's kind of crazy to watch, it's kind of satisfying to hear the pops, but there's like, there's no story. There's no like evolution or whatever. It's just a video that exists. And it's like, <laughs> there's tons. There's oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm thinking about like a Boston like, Dynamics so video where she comes out with like kettlebells and she's like, <laughs> this one's called <laughs> this video is called scary loud first time chiropractic adjustment Uh-oh. oh jeez chiropractic like, changes well, life for okay so videos that many believe to be good videos but they don't follow the sort of story format that we at Col- corridor have like cultivated for our own yeah. videos you know but still, do you still have story do you elements. still have set up payoff or pacing and expectations it has everything to do with expectation you're right it's like you know what you're getting into when you click on an asmr video you're gonna have well, like sure this cute yeah. little girl is gonna be like hey yeah well i, yeah. I feel <laughs> like you could you could liken that analogy though still to like all right you want a good meal let's go to in and out and then someone's someone else is like how about we go to like a five or four star restaurant and get like a steak dinner it's like both meals objectively taste good and are satisfying but it's about it's just about about this like level of detail and craft you want to talk about you know i feel like you can you can make stuff i don't know it's true yeah on all on all levels but for instance one of my favorite videos to come out this year is is titled building a 3.5 kilowatt hour diy solar generator for 650 dollars start to finish and it is from this channel called lithium solar and he is kind of my new favorite youtuber he's rarely on screen he doesn't really have like the sort of like youtuber presence but he's very good at like communicating like some technical details really efficiently and this video is a 33 minute video and it's got over 2 million views and it's literally just him going through extremely technical detail of how to build a battery pack and next thing i knew i'd finished the whole video i was like what happened where did my half hour go i didn't even realize i just spent all this time watching this fascinating video i've since gone on to watch almost every video on his channel so that's an example of like no story wait what's this now guy called his name is Lithium Solar. Okay. That's his YouTube channel. There can't oh, be man. 2 million people that genuinely want to follow along in this process. So what do you think he did right yeah, in the video question. to get people to watch that 30 minutes? Now, are you just interested I don't, in I don't this? See, I, or is, I see this guys... is this one of the best battery videos you've seen? This is one of the best battery videos I've seen. It's, okay, it's, so what sets it apart from other battery videos? Yeah, what is the magic here? Let, let's I was actually thinking about this after I rewatched the video. Because we're, we're in a whole new category. We're not talking about like, hey, it's, it's Friday night, 9 p.m., you want to relax, you grab a beer, and you watch like a 90-minute battery yeah. well this is battery that's exactly build. what i did it was a friday <laughs> evening i had my beer <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time <laughs> okay never i take it all back <laughs> but uh i think it's because there's no fluff it's a yeah it's a half hour video but every like every piece of information he's communicating is useful and also kind of fascinating because it's kind of bizarre like he goes through like welding battery packs to nickel strips mm-hmm. and and then kind of like 
doing stuff. But like, as soon as he starts doing something repetitive, it cuts to the next piece in the puzzle. It's like, uh, yeah, the procedure is very lengthy. I don't know how long it took him to do this, but like, it, it never gets repetitive, but it, it always constantly feels like it gives I'm you that, like your own sort of DIY feel. Where this guy like, is a like battery god. Everything yeah. is what's, what's his channel? Very here? clear. Called Lithium he's, Solar. He's not verified or anything. He's got sixty k subscribers. Yeah, I've been wanting to collab with him or something, but I have no idea where he is if he's <laughs> doing anything like this. But he knows his stuff when it comes to batteries. This is incredible. <laughs> Well, I'm scrubbing through this video, and everything's extremely well lit. It never stays on the same shot for too long. Yeah. It seems like there's constantly new, yeah, looks pretty interesting good. stuff going on. It's, it's fairly interesting. It's also interesting. fairly esoteric, you know? It's like no one knows really how to do this. I have put a lot of time into figuring out how to do this, and even I'm still like, I'm learning a lot of stuff here. Dude, yeah. this is the same thing as primitive. This is just primitive technology. Yeah, but with its, it is primitive. modern <laughs> unprimitive technology. Exactly. Okay, so like, why is primitive I, I, technology? I about let, me, let, me, let, me, let me throw you my pitch here, because this is like, we're in a new different, we're in a, like, a, I can't tell if we're in a new category or not, of like what constitutes something a good video because this is it's very abstract at this point but let me just say like primitive technology and this guy there's a big thing that's happening here which is they're building something step by step and mm-hmm. they are not messing up like think think about this like think about something you know how to construct or build now imagine you're going to film yourself doing it and every step of the way that you film is basically going to be the correct move you know imagine not messing up and having to correct for something like for me, whenever I'm building stuff, there's all, there's errors, you know, and I have to deal with it on the fly. It's not like a, now I'm going to do this click done success. Now I'm going to do that. You know, it's like, there's, there's this perception of like taking a complex task and then making it basically like approachable. And like it, it, it empowers you with the feeling that you yourself can accomplish this no matter who you are, because you, you are watching someone do it and it, seems apparently incredibly yeah. easy i know? think there's there's something to that like watching yeah. someone like when, jake when you first told me the idea for this oh I, I'm, gonna, that I'm gonna say to my it's, mind, it's empowering yes <laughs> yes it, but for real though it's like it's watching empowering a tutorial yeah because you're like tutorial. <laughs> a it's educational it's inspirational because you're like i understand how to do this now even if you maybe don't have the skill to do it you know how it's kind of done but also there's something to, I think in any situation, watching someone who is good at something doing their craft or their passion right. is going to be entertaining no matter what it is. Like, yeah. it's just, there's a fast, that's, there's a fascination with that. That's why PrimTech, I think is so cool. Um, that's why this battery guy is, I Maybe think, so compelling. Element, the idea of empower, empowerment, because like, used- even in, I'm thinking about like, okay, what does this battery video and the Matrix have in common? you know i'm I'm serious and like when you're watching the matrix you're like jazzed up and you're like fuck yes like dude this guy's fucking got a minigun now and he's blasting everyone and he's a master of his receptors yeah the dopamine receptors are going off and i'm trying to figure out like how the because i know that feeling and i i I feel like a mild version of it when i watch content like this where it's like my imagination is like it, it it feels possible to accomplish these once were, tasks that were once impossible. Um, yeah. So there's, there's something there. 
I don't know. And I feel like, well, maybe like a good story kind of gives you the same effect as this in the sense of like, you get answers and you, or you get like visceral yeah. satisfaction from There's both a, like so the Matrix and make... the guy putting a battery together. There's also <laughs> something insanely I... neutral about it where it's not political. It's not, um, oh, I just cut out. No, you're here. Oh, I'm, you're I'm here. Okay. Great. Um, it's, sorry, I lost video. It, it's not political. There's no like personal, you know, vitriol or like opinions going on. You're literally just like with someone doing what they're good at. And mm-hmm. you get to just absorb that pure, purely. Um, I mm-hmm. think there's something really relaxing about that as someone who watches a lot of these types of videos. Yeah, um, and, actually, and no, this, is of, closer, this is closer to like watching Mad Max Fury Road, this battery channel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is like mon- monster trucks and explosions. And you're like, wow, what a cool shot. Like, look at what these great people accomplished. But yes, uh, Nick, you mentioned like, or if one of you mentioned like 2 million people have watched this, surely not 2 million people yeah. are interested in, in building a battery pack. And I saw the same thing when I used to make tutorials on my channel. Like I used to make a lot of After Effects tutorials and I would always get comments uh, on each video saying, man, I have no idea how to do effects, but I watched the whole video. And I'm, it, those comments always just kind of like blew me away. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, why did you just watch this 20 minute tutorial on how to use this program that you're never going to open. It's like primitive technology, man. It's like watching someone do what they're good at. I I think there is a direct comparison though, to, to these types of videos and a good story, a good, a good dramatic narrative, because in these videos, you're watching somebody. And like you said, Sam, there's, there's this one-to-one like compounding effect where it's like, they're going through a complex process, but they're doing so step by step. And in any, and as in anything that humans do, like it's all just a bunch of small steps, like put together, you know, and, and that can become complex, but each step in and of itself, isn't that difficult. Yeah. And when you're watching a good story, a person might be, or a character might be going through like this, this giant challenge or, you know, some, some other sort of like large character arc, but the satisfying thing to watch and the grip, well, and it's more gripping than it is necessarily satisfying is to watch them go through each stage of that and to watch how they react and react again as they go through the stages, even when that's in a short video, like even when, even when it's like a two minute video, um, you know, or like, like some of Mark Rober's videos where he's built like, you know, like when he did that glitter bomb one or like some, you know, and you're just watching people react to this thing that, you know, they don't know it's coming. And then you're getting this. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're getting this very like visceral, like, Hey, I'm glad that they, I'm glad that they reacted that way. I'm glad that they, that then this happened or like, you know, or it was gripping to me to watch this because I didn't know how they were going to react. Um, and, and, and all that it kind of, it's weird to, th- to think about Mad Max Fury Road in this video in the same sentence, but <laughs> well, I, way, yeah, you have to. Yeah. Because when, when, uh, I forget what Charlie's Thrones character's name is, but when she's Furiosa. going, Furiosa. Yeah. When she's going through all that, and then you got Mad Max there. It's like, 
I mean, yeah, like a Primtech video almost has all those elements in the title alone. Like it sets up <laughs> urgency, like like building myself a a roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From scratch, urgency. I need a roof. Russell freeze to death. I, I'm, it's this makes story? me. I got a, I got a battery store window up on here. I gotta buy some batteries now. <laughs> gotta <laughs> gotta watch the whole tutorial first. Um, sorry, I've, I lost my train of thought. But anyway, I think that those videos still have a very boiled down version of yeah. Well, that's kind of story I, elements that are essential. It's kind of what I was getting at when it, when I was talking about the human thing at the beginning is like. You know, the first thing you need is a human connection. And and that's, you know, the, the, the like, I built myself a roof or like I built a generator for $650. That goes to something deeper than just watching somebody build something. You know, it, it goes to like, like, why is it that the solar, the DIY solar generator for $650 is the important one? The reason why that's the important mm-hmm. one is because that's the thing that goes to like the most basic human need. It's like I can get power from the sun. More power, less for $650. And with power, yeah. I can do all of these other things with my life. Or I can make a roof out of mud and sticks right. in a day. I feel like, with yeah, I my feel hand. like this, we're, we've, we've entered a new territory where we're just talking about what makes interesting information. <laughs> In general, <laughs> well, <laughs> we need to go one step further, isn't it? One step further. What, what if is we the talk most about complex story element in Karen freakout videos? That's the <laughs> well. What it, let's spend a moment to kind of talk about our own approach to making uh, what we consider uh, a good video for, like, say, the Crew Channel. Like, what are the main ingredients that we consider a good video? Yeah. In terms of like what we try to make, which has like the story aspect, there's like a, an arc to a video. There's like you know beginning, middle, and end, etc. Um, so what what would Nick? What would you say the most important uh, thing in a crew video would be? Uh, a problem, a challenge, what's like some some conflict? Yeah, stakes. I mean that's it's all kind of within that. But you, you need a problem, I think. Um, something to be solved or like personal or a need it has to have a yeah I mean, any story has a need right the character needs something they want something yeah but that's where all of our stuff starts really it's like all right I'm, I want I have a problem I want to make this or this person did this I want to do this for them or to them you know it's mm-hmm. like uh, Ren had a problem in that your drone had been in that tree for three months was it yeah it was three yeah surprise that wasn't set up he really did have a drone up there for that long (laughs) well it's like Um, so many of our videos are are very much so that way they're they're like we approach it we 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 identify a problem and we can see the solution being something that can potentially be entertaining and so we just kind of like start letting it happen like uh yeah you know and sometimes it kind of goes a direction that's disappointing other times it goes a direction that is like amazing like we couldn't have planned for it to be any better like the end of the the nerf drone video how like jan and i face off and i just completely destroy him like that was that could not have gone better especially with jan being the antagonist throughout the entire video that, that's speaking of story that's one of like me and dean were just talking the other day that's one of our like proudest videos of like last year or was that this year it's all a blur i don't know <laughs> of the year. last year it was like the, <laughs> it was the last video we did before going into quarantine okay yeah 
it's, almost like the, that the seriously movie. feels like a year ago now anyway i digress but that video is like the perfect i think summation of how story can be brought into a real life uh series of events yeah like What's this was a project you had really been passionate about and we had a real life villain in the office and we just went with it. So <laughs> we never asked Jan to say any of those no. things. Like, we Mario. didn't ask him to be like an antagonist. He just kind of fell into the role. He just yeah, he does. Jan is like he, he's like Waluigi, man. Yeah. Waluigi. He's like that. <laughs> um, perfect. Well, uh the other thing about like letting stories happen. When we just did the drone in the tree video last week, we didn't know how that was going to go when we started. No. We we knew that it was up there and we knew we had some footage of it being kind of like of us talking about it, of you talking about it with Freddie. We knew that if you could if you could reapproach it on camera that there could possibly be a story there, but we didn't we didn't know, Sam, I don't know if you know this, but we didn't know that we were he was going to be able to get it down. Well, like, yeah, that, Sam? it was, a, there was a big assumption going into the, that whole project. And the assumption was I was going to get the drone down. And there were definitely some moments where I was like, oops. <laughs> I, sure, sure. I mean, but I mean, well, maybe it's just me knowing the people of, you know, knowing that you guys were approaching it. But I was like, it, it, they're, they're, they'll, they'll get it down. They'll figure it out. It's just a tree. <laughs> yeah. Just a drone. But this is where we differ, Ren, is someone in front of the camera and someone behind the camera, your assumption is that you're going to get the drone down. My assumption is that you're not going to get it down until you run into like several problems. And that's what I'm hoping yeah. for. Right. Or else I don't have a video. Like if no, your assumption no, exactly. had been correct right away, like, can you imagine that would have been boring. If we like, actually if got it down worked, with the arrow. Yeah, yeah. Like had we gotten there in the morning, we tried the arrow, it gets stuck. We shake it and then the drone falls down. It doesn't land yeah, in the tree below it. It just lands on the ground. We're like, great. Cool, we got the drone back. Too bad <laughs> we don't have a video, video now. <laughs> but even so, even so, like say that would have happened, you still could have made a story. Now it's you never as fun, it's never as fun to make a story as as if it if it actually like plays out before your eyes, at least in the context in which we're talking about. But you could have went back and then like told Nico that you didn't get it, and then like played some other you know definitely game of cards there. With that expectation. We would have had a scramble, though, a little bit for, like, yeah. where does this go? Because <laughs> yeah. our main conflict would have resolved. But, <laughs> I mean, we've gotten good at, you know, being able to adapt and overcome. But. Or it falls out of a window on the freeway on the way back. <laughs> on the way back. <laughs> and you guys are... Well, also, we've gotten good at like, um, fusing together real uh, genuine moments and real um, uh, struggle with yeah. more like cultivated specific storytelling moments to support all the real stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's my thing. It's like, I get, we don't want to be hundred percent faking stuff. Right. But there's a lot of stuff going on in the studio. There's a lot of discussions that happen when cameras aren't rolling. And if I hear someone say something that is useful for a story, I think it's totally okay to go back and even like make a scene of that, Thing happening once again for the story if it means getting it on camera if it's important yeah we do that all the time and, and, and there's no yeah. there's no like oh shame shame on you like the, the, we're, we're we're literally there the purpose of the crew channel is to tell stories and 
Yeah, usually they're founded in some version of reality that we're actually experimenting with. And sometimes they're 100%, like that's just the way that it went down. But other times they're not. And it's better to like imagine and to expand upon like someone's imagination to tell a better story than it is to just like, oh, well, we were going to do that. And then uh, Ren got the drone out of the tree. You know, it's like, what an opportunity wasted. Definitely. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, the whole point is to make it fun to watch and like, yeah. and, in, go on. Oh yeah. And, but also it's just like, it doesn't matter if it's not on camera, you know? So if we have to yeah. make it, make it up to get it on camera, like remember, okay. Remember when we did the boosted board battery mod video, like yeah. five years ago at this point, was it four or five? Um, the ending of that video, I, I get into the studio and I was really late because I was spending a lot of time trying to get this board to this studio. And then like the last like three miles, I'm literally just like longboarding. God, I uh, and we filmed that whole scene where Jake's like, <laughs> what happened? Where were you? And I'm like, I don't know. And it was like a scramble. All of that footage disappeared. Yeah. All of it was gone. The entire ending resolution to this video was wiped from the planet. And what we ended up having to do is restage that entire thing where I open up the door, drop my skateboard and bag on the ground, and you're like, where have you right. been? It's like, right. that was all done for a second time. What you see in the video is a recreation. <laughs> that's right. Like, that's yeah. just an example. Um, I mean, and we do that's that the, all the time for other things. Case like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, should, I, should I reveal the dirty little secret about the drone uh, oh. rescue video? Please. Yes. Please. Yes. Uh-oh. Taking a look under the hood. So what do we got in here? We, what do we got? Tuesday morning, we got up early and we went to the park and we managed to fly the drone into the tree and rescue the other drone, the original drone. Flew the Mavic into the tree. So uh-huh. the, that drone mm-hmm. fell out of the tree and landed on, on the big gazebo bush. Yeah. Uh, then we went to the studio and filmed the scene with Nico and I where Nico's like, you have to get that drone out of the tree. Or else you got to repay the uh, studio for the GoPro. I'm yeah, like, hey. oh no, how are we gonna do that? <laughs> well, here's and the then thing. I we went to... back, and Nick climbed up the tree to get it out of the bush. Here's, here's <laughs> that was the, the real life thing. series of events. Where, where I, but I have to make this really important distinction here, though. Whereas, yes, that was what you would call faked, but that was only because the actual conversation where Nico had that with you happened months ago and wasn't filmed (laughs) no that's what i'm saying it doesn't matter (laughs) if it's not on camera but that's the thing is that there are yeah the context was real but what was captured and what the audience sees was technically um whatever a fabrication but it was still like we're dramatizing all we're doing is dramatizing the real stories that are happening yes and like you know when you see that thing like on a crime show where it's like a dramatization or of the killer sneaking yeah. around. And it's like not the actual footage of him sneaking around. He didn't sneak around they in that shot, it. but he did. <laughs> what? He did. <laughs> At one point, he truly did sneak around. They're walking around. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. And with just what, like that conversation with Nico, it's like that wasn't the actual conversation where that happened. But Nico did have that. It's, so it's like, exactly. it's, still, it's still truthful at its core. Yeah. But for the sake of like, making sense out of it from a story standpoint, you have to do those kind of things. Yeah, I, have, I, I, constructed. I have to put that out there because I don't want people going through these videos and go like, oh my God, this is all fake. 
Like, well, yeah. I don't know what to believe anymore because, um, yeah. But the, that's the thing is, is it's like it it still is just as real whether the, yeah. we refilmed the conversation or not. Exactly. It, there's always some sort of basis in reality for it. It's not like mm-hmm. we're just making stuff up for the sake of like drama. The only like, time what, like Wes and Jake, Wes and Jake really wanted to have a trial. <laughs> That's like that, really uh, exactly what I was about to mention. The, the whole like we do the camera room trial sometimes. Sometimes, it's like, like only because we think it's funny and it's a yeah, joke that's, to that's, us. That's just, everyone's in on the joke, in you know. Fruit. That works the because it's did screw up the camera. Like, we're not trying <laughs> to actually make people think we're gonna fucking like take Nico to prison. Like that's a good. That's a good <laughs> it's uh, a joke. example. Of it, <laughs> like yeah, Nico had put down that rule. Of like you got to keep the stuff off of the table, and we had it on camera. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing, the whole reason why that video came to be was because we were talking about like, well, what should we do? Like he, well, he yeah. broke the rule. Well, then, if it was an exploration of what if we actually followed our own rules for once, <laughs> <laughs> which we thought was funny because we don't like that camera room <laughs> is like a tornado all the time, and like it was like, well, what if we actually like followed our rules? And like we had to pin this on Nico himself, you know, because so. But also that video yeah, was just, a joke. just an improv show. It was us doing yeah. it, performing an improv show where the audience was the camera. Um, and, you know, and it was entertaining. Uh, I had a friend uh, talk to me. He was like, I have no idea why that video was so entertaining. Why did I watch that entire thing? Why was I enthralled the entire time watching that video? It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen, but I couldn't look away. It was so fun. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. <laughs> exactly. Um, hey, next time, That's a compliment. Uh, next time someone's got to be gone, like for an extended period of time, we should have them go on trial for something, like prior to, prior to them being gone, and then and then explain them being gone away as like as if they went to jail. <laughs> 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 they went to court or court. Uh, they're gone they got banished yeah that would have been easier to do back in like mid 2016 when we had a new video coming out every other day yeah that's another thing our our style of videos that we've made have evolved so much in the last four years uh i mean just assuming we're starting from the vlogs you know like obviously we were making content for years before that but like you know the the vlogs go (laughs) where the vlogs go back they're coming back on the website yes those had obviously far less structure but there's always something that the there was always a point to this video there's always something that one of us were either exploring or doing and the camera was just along for the ride and so a lot of this these same principles applied to those earlier videos yeah a lot of lessons learned in that process honestly because when we started that we were we were we were primarily focused on uh narrative storytelling and visual storytelling and Mm -hmm. uh being on camera as talent ourselves telling our own stories about our own challenges wasn't something that any of us were really familiar with at that time and uh sometimes those are more fun to watch because there's like some real moments of like like real like situations happening and that the like and Nick and Carmichael had the audacity and like the balls to just like get into a conversation and just like point the camera at somebody as there's like <laughs> some really pretty intense conversations happening. Sometimes times were very uncomfortable. It's like, mm, I don't want this conversation on camera, but here we are. I'm excited we to bring that back a little bit on the side. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I do miss a little bit of that. And, and some of that, some of that, a little bit of like live action, like, you know, real time, here's the situation as it's playing out is it, it just, I think it just makes you better, you know, like it, it, it makes you yeah. better at like engaging with people. It makes you, well, better you can see, you can see us getting better at like conducting ourselves and like telling yeah. stories. Like um, yeah. if you watch like Jake in the early vlogs, you're so different, dude. <laughs> like you're so like awkward. <laughs> but like you just didn't like know how to present yourself, and you know. Right. Like, I mean, like, I'm the, I'm the same way. Like back in those early days, um, maybe not so much the vlog, but like anytime I was on screen for like a behind the scenes video, it always like looking back at those video clips, I'm just like, this, this is so cringy. Why yeah. am I like this? Why am I the way I am? Well, and half, half 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 everyone's on, like that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like I've become more natural on camera, which is actually a bit of a skill set to develop. It's not necessarily like a natural thing. And I've only developed that because I've been on camera for the last however many so years. I mean, yeah, same thing for all three of you. We often, we take for granted quite a bit. Um, but uh, I, so just a little side note on that. I went back to my hometown uh, last September for this uh, like sports event thing where i had to give a speech and um what yeah well they were inducting what me to the hall of fame the community oh, just a little induction into the little hall of fame, <laughs> hall of fame induction you know, yeah <laughs> you know just best ever black at the community track you know not a big deal um so yeah, anyway, Michael jordan was in the front row but you know yeah, whatever no big deal president of talking with lebron States. in the front row <laughs> um no so so i had to give a speech and uh and it's a short speech, you know, but like everyone brought up their, you know, everyone brought up their like piece of paper and whatever. And, but I like, but like the day before I was just memorizing like my talking points, honestly, ah. like, memorizing what I was. And I was kind of just like, I had my, I had my outline in my head and then I just went up there and I was just like, and it felt just like I was talking to the camera, you know, there's mm -hmm. like a light in your face yeah. and you can't really yeah. see you just know that it's like there and I just kind of did the same thing that we do normally when we turn the camera on and then afterwards Squarespace, Squarespace. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, and then afterwards this guy was like man like uh like uh you should be a public speaker like you're really natural up there and, and I was like I didn't think about it but then I realized like oh the reason why that is is because of all these times where we've been you know just on camera and on camera and on camera um there's these better stories it, it also kind of leads to a bit of awkwardness whenever you meet people in real life like whenever i meet fans who approach me and they're like hey you know they have this preconceived notion of who i am because of who they they see in these videos which it's like me on camera me who is in all of these corridor crew videos and me in real life are very similar but they're not exactly the same i'm i'm definitely a little bit more heightened yeah version of myself on camera and you're I'm, edited i'm edited yeah, yeah. <laughs> also it's everyone edited. says um so and but a lot too i i'm so bad at that i'm still I'm so bad at that i'm so but yeah and like yeah i mean also when being on stage is like a unique thing though because it's like you it's different it's scariest thing but once you're up there it, it's uh like everything changes it's like the audience disappears and you're just doing your thing yeah. Every time we do those Adobe presentations at NAB, yeah. it's like, like I go up there and it's like, it's really, ner you're, you're really nervous. 
And then once it gets going, you're just like, I'm just going to like dance like a monkey and try and make people laugh for the next hour. And that's my only goal. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you have your outline, but yeah, it's like, it's, it's easy to get comfortable once you you get that singular focus of like, all right, I'm I'm just, just doing my thing. No one cares. If I get some chuckles, that's all we need. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and that's that's what that's, those little things that that's what makes a story. I mean, that's how you tell an engaging story to begin with. You know, is is it's not just the information that's being conveyed, but it's how you're conveying it. Um, and yeah. that's uh, there's something there's something deeper there too than than just like necessarily what makes a good video, but but really what like the presentation of information in a, in, in a precise, in a, in a characterized way, in a way that is like stylized with someone's personality is more interesting almost every time. And you're more likely to pay attention to it than if it's just, you know, reading yeah. from well, script definitely. or whatever. The thing I think about a lot lately is um, like the idea between like theater or like even just telling jokes as a comedian and person, the more I listen to like the Joe Rogan podcast and hear comedians talk about their experience of practicing bits, so to speak, yeah. and refining them really has gotten me thinking about like, well, when you do stuff in video form, you're basically like, you're citing everything in, you're not, you've got everything cleaned, ready to go. And you're like, here we go. And you take the shot and that's, you get one shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, the, if the joke doesn't land, you don't like delete the video, make yeah. some edits, and re-upload it. You know what I mean, it, it, that, that, it's it just requires such a high bar of like precision and forethought that you can't you can you can te- you can test it out as much as you can by like what showing it to friends, people, etc. But yeah. that yeah, reminds it, me, Nick, your mom is always going to think your video is good. Okay? Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, Nick, do you remember we were when we were filming the drone retrieval video? That woman came up to the gazebo and she's like, "Yeah, hey, mind if I start like practicing my material?" And we're like, "Huh?" She's like, "My comedy material. Do you mind if I just practice it here?" And we're like, "Sure, yeah, no, no problem." And so, because we're still so she's just like, like "And we're." It's like this little lady. Just I do mind. (laughs) You're like, wait. uh, I do mind. We'll laugh about that later. Yeah, yeah. She's like, set on another audience. Uh, Tone it down. (laughs) Like a 60 year old woman wearing scrubs who is just just wanted to like have be up on a platform and just say her jokes out loud. It wasn't that she was like she. I think she was kind of hoping no one would be there, but we were, so she just dealt with it. Um, and she had a couple jokes that were pretty funny. I think most of the jokes kind of were just like, eh, oh, you know, like, but she was practicing and, and then she finished and left and it was like, huh, okay. I'd never really come across something like that in the wild before. Yeah. yeah. I don't think, I don't think many people do. Yeah. I was talking with, uh, with somebody that, um, was in comedy and that's kind of, they said, I, I was like, how did you get into that? What do you what do you do? And she basically said, uh, what I did was I would go to laundromats and, and I would just like do my laundry. And then while I was doing my laundry, I would just practice my jokes out loud to people. 
and then see if people reacted to them. Interesting. <laughs> and that's very smart. It works. Though. Captive audience in a way. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's actually really yeah. smart because like how else, how else would you do it? Cause if you practice yeah. it with friends or like family, it's, it's, it's almost as if, you know, they're too, they're too close to you. Yeah. You get the pity laughs. Yeah. To give you an accurate assessment of whether or not it's actually yeah, <laughs> like high cheek, like uh. they laugh before you say the punchline of the joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I haven't said the funny part yet. That's yeah. really funny. Maybe I should just yeah. say you rewrite a joke so that it doesn't have a punchline because of that. And then all of a sudden it just makes it worse. It's just, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But yeah, that's, um, it, we kind of do the same thing in, in a, in a, in a weird way. Um, it's just, it's posted on the internet sometimes and you know, uh, oftentimes we'll show each other. I mean, that's a good source of way to make a video better right there is like, Oh, do yes. show do show it to your friends yeah. and family and do show it to people do show it to small audiences and get their feedback watch my two hour battery tutorial <laughs> yeah i mean maybe not that but <laughs> I, I, we, do, uh, we do review sessions in the studio where it's like all right this video is done let's all watch it and then give notes and sometimes that can be a bit problematic because everyone's busy but like usually the videos turn out better because well first off we've all gotten good at being able to um cultivate good critiques and good feedback. Yeah. Um, but also it's like, you know, just getting outside perspectives on those things, just little suggestions here and there. Suddenly, like, Oh, I didn't even consider that. Uh, and then you implement it and suddenly the video is better. Mm -hmm. That is, that is a very easy way. It's like, just have just, even if it is someone close to, it, even if it is like yeah. your, your significant other or, or a partner or, or a friend, yeah, just watch the video. Uh, yes, they're going to be biased. Yes. They'll give you like biased reviews, especially if they're trying not to hurt your feelings, but a lot of the time they'll maybe like they'll have a question like I didn't understand that bit right there and you're like huh I, it makes total sense you're like it didn't make sense to me because of this and you're like oh I get it now so now you, you go back and you fix that moment and the video was better yeah yeah never yeah. Uh, get too attached that's definitely important Carmichael had to, had to that, post it we we've all had your babies the hard way there's a there's a video actually Sam. Um, you and I and Nico are watching uh, Minecraft John Cena. And I don't know if you remember that video while it was in post, but it didn't quite like hit what I was going for. You know, it was only like the third video or whatever that I had like actually like directed and it didn't, and it didn't quite, wasn't quite there. And there's a very real conversation that we have on camera about how the fact that the video isn't as good as we had hoped and like what now to do about it and <laughs> we've gotten a lot better at giving critiques and like taking critiques knowing that it's in the best interest of the video but that's really hard but that's that, a skill set yeah, too it took, took years to develop that honestly because there's a lot of times where especially as you're you know if you're i mean you're constantly trying to improve your your ability yeah right but but it, there's also a phase where you kind of before when you go from amateur to at least like a consistent professional where you're also going through a phase of of learning how to take criticism and give criticism but at the same time you you know you know you're not an amateur like you know you know your mistakes and you know what you should be doing but you're not quite hitting that and that's 
you know, you never, I don't think you're ever truly out of that, like as a creator, but that is, you get less and less of it ideally over time. But that is one of the hardest things, especially when it first starts hitting you to really overcome. Um, because it requires, it's like, what? Yeah, it 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 requires the ability to like dust yourself off, pick yourself up, try it again. Um, it's easy to get defensive, but it's like, it's not personal, but it's just like, that's the default reaction to, to, you know, criticism is to take something personally. Yeah. And you have to like learn to be like, listen, me, this is not personal. Don't take it personally. Right. It's hard to do. Yeah. 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 Especially here in this kind of stuff, it is, it is quite personal, you know, because there's a lot of personal decisions. Expression of your own personality. Yeah. But none of that matters unless it comes through in the video. So, right. I mean, you can be as personal as you want, but if you don't (laughs) let people give you feedback and take their feedback, then you're being selfish and you're not putting out a good video. Yeah. In fact, you're not going to get better. If you put out a video and no one's watched it and you haven't like taken any of their advice and consideration if it's untouched by other people's critiques don't put out that video it's not ready yet that's what i'd say (laughs) really i mean really Uh, yeah like i think that's that may be true on the other other end of the rainbow if you're if you're if you've (laughs) been creating for for so long that you know exactly what you want to do and it's like you're on the completely other side of that, but that's not what we're talking about here. That we're, you're, that example is Yoda. Yeah. We're talking about Anakin. I'm talking yeah. like, how do I make a good video to someone who doesn't know how? The lady on the gazebo, talking about her. We're, we're, it's like, yeah. you, you're, okay, imagine, you're not a professional comedian. <laughs> you don't tell jokes for a living. You think you have a very good joke. Yeah. Where do you turn? Right. You turn to someone you know, someone you meet, and tell them the joke? Or do you spend four or five months trying to get an open mic gig to get on a stage yeah. and tell it to like a hundred people for the first time? No, you <laughs> would like, want to test it prior. <laughs> I, although, yeah. although that's a good crew video right there. Maybe, maybe more of a note one right now. Oh my God, that is a good comedy. Where, where, where the idea is that we all have to write jokes that we're going to do for open mic and then but we, we are not allowed to talk or tell anyone <laughs> oh, in the no. studio wait 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 oh, social media mic. to test out the jokes and we cannot t- and no one in the studio can like we, we can you know tell our families or friends outside of the studio but it's it's an open mic race oh my god we should do this and it'd be, it'd some, be so I've funny. Got some like, jokes. I've got, I've got some, some jokes. I, got some <laughs> I see that desk back there. You got some back there. You see that? I got some jokes. I got some jokes on that. Is that desk. a joke there? That's a joke desk. Yeah. Huh. My joke desk. That's where I put my bills. <laughs> bills and jokes. I'm not going to pay you. <laughs> the water <laughs> bill. Jokes. <laughs> got them. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be so, it's going to be so bad. But so funny. Maybe not. How do we redeem that? Because we have to. We have to. We have to hedge against utter failure. But if we have to oh find boy. comedy, I in think that. that is that is the joke. <laughs> is utter failure. <laughs> I mean, some 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 people win, some people lose in the comedy game. Oh my god! Let's find out who. No, no. Can this succeed. is how we do it. We edit it together. We supercut 
the, the, so it's like, how did we do? And that's a super cut where we add laughter into everything. Yeah. And then and we have a green screen with the laughter. Like, no, this is how it actually went. <laughs> yes. And then it's a joke. And then followed by like tons of, it's like Nathan for you, like awkward. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, can we just hire wait. people to come in and be a like studio audience with no context on yes. who we are? Okay. Or, yes. <laughs> what we do. What it, yeah. What if we, what if we do that? Like we, <laughs> we have, we have From a stage in the studio and then we, we have like a small crowd of people that don't know who we are that come and sit. And then in the back, like one, maybe Sam, maybe you've got like the controls on like different laugh keys. Hold on. But here's the, here's the thing. Let's it's keep it about this. We keep, we have to keep the joke in open mic thing secret or something. And then there's one person that we only tell like less than 24 hours in advance. <laughs> Like, let's say Peter is here. Like, we go, like, Peter, uh, we need an extra person for a shoot tomorrow. And then he's like, what is it? And we're like, uh, we need you to come up with a few jokes. Okay? <laughs> like, a few, just come up with a few jokes no for everyone. Uh, you know, stuff that'll make people laugh. Yeah. Like, how many people? It's like, oh, I don't know. It's just like, you know, 100 people. people. It's Couple. an open mic. It's an open, it's a pretty casual open mic thing. Casual thing. I think this is a real idea. I think we can totally do this probably next year, probably not this year. Yeah. Yeah. But we need, you need to have the one person who has like no time to think about it and see how they do <laughs> compared to all these people who are like, oh, oh, if you really want to like jokes. turn the burner up on that, you live stream the whole thing live on Instagram to our whole audience. So it's like thousands and thousands of people watching instead of just a couple dinky real people. Well, then you want to also release a video. <laughs> you what? At a time. Well, I mean, if it's part of the video, if it's the conclusion for the video. But, yeah. I think if it's the conclusion for the video, because you don't want to ruin the... You don't want to ruin the jokes by getting them out on live stream early. Either way. Um, just throwing That's it out the there. Yeah. It's a very... It's, That's pretty fun. Very intense idea. All right. Well, there you go. Hopefully, Peter doesn't watch this podcast. Don't watch it, Peter. Um, Peter, uh, yeah, um, you should have stopped listening to this as soon as you heard your name. Um, so, <laughs> well, that he's not gonna like. Dang it, Peter! This, people are gonna send it to him, and now he's gonna know about it's it. Okay. Dang it. We're, Maybe we're, we'll title this video "What it Makes could be One of Us." Video, by the way, it could be and one then of in us. Peter, don't watch this. <laughs> I mean, Ren, it could even be you. We might just call you up and say hey ren tomorrow at five dude i really hope the lithium solar guy watches this video <laughs> yeah yeah if you guys um want to want to watch his videos and let Check it, it let, let him know that you came from corridor cast that'd be that'd be awesome does anyone else like what are some of your guys's what are some good videos you guys have seen recently any 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 cool wrecks for the audience all gas no breaks all gas yeah. no breaks sam's been into that one if you guys haven't seen all gas no breaks you are I, oh I, yeah yeah i've seen this guy he yeah. is so funny yeah the portland you, one is really funny i watch history and see what i got for you Dude, that, he's Brendan, super funny. jake jake you will love all gas no breaks i yeah. swear i feel like i know this i don't remember he, what watch his video guy. titled portland protest jake he, got, he goes yeah. to like crazy places wait i did see a video where he went to the beach <laughs> up in like detroit or Port, something like that oh, yeah, Hawaii. Yeah. yeah yep okay that was insane so it's very dry, super dry. Let's see. Uh, 
Yeah, I got to see that. So good. Speaking of uh, of videos that I cannot stop watching, uh, it's it's a tragedy, but I can't stop watching the explosion in Beirut. Oh yeah, dude, those are crazy videos. What what you know what? <laughs> you gotta watch the videos. You have to watch the videos that aren't pointing at the explosion. You have to watch the videos that are people filming day-to-day stuff in the city and seeing what happens. Those are the ones that <sighs> give you good context. Like yeah. I was yeah. watching one that was, um, they were filming, uh, it was like a wedding video of a bride. Mm, yeah. I saw that. Chilling out in the out and, and it's just shit rains down. Yeah. So scary, that, scary. That, that's where that, I was like, this is cool. I'm like, whoa, holy crap. I mean, granted, when I saw 9-11, I said cool because I had no idea what, what the fuck was going on. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. Well, like, it, yeah, it taps on like that. that Whoa. That Whoa, I like green. Con Air and Air Force One. I'm, yeah. I'm digging this new story. Yeah. It's like, you know, you, you pass by an accident on the freeway and you can't look away. It's kind of similar to that, you know. Yeah. Never see explosions go off in a city like this. And so suddenly you have the world's best reference material for what something like that would look like yeah. because it is real. It's obviously tragic. It's horrific. But it's also incredible in its own right because it's so just like this – just pure power of of energy is is and some of these videos like you you see like because there's the two stages or there's like three stages but after the like the second kind of semi-big explosion goes off and there's the huge plume for a couple minutes some of these videos are so far away and you're like just like all the people filming them are you're like oh they're probably safe where they are and then that final explosion goes off and the camera just gets enveloped in a split second you're like there's that there's a crazy angle where possible. the guy was going down the road and you see the explosion off in the distance and it like it, it eclipses the sun like the whole yeah. cloud that that is created from it uh literally condensing the water out of the air like literally creates a shadow because it blocks the sun for a moment it's insane what was it that exploded so it started off with fireworks but the fireworks were stored with a bunch of ammonium nitrate like almost three That's what it was. like yeah. thousand tons Whoa. uh of ammonium nitrate mm. And yeah, I mean, it's fertilizer. It's just if you, because it, it's a very good oxidizer. And so if you put enough heat in and whatnot in it, it's, yeah, it'll explode. We, we've had the same sort of accident happen multiple times throughout history. It happened in Texas. It happened in Canada. It happened in China five years ago. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading. Oh, was the that the Halifax? Explosion? The Halifax one. Yeah. yeah. That was the one I was yeah. reading about yesterday. Was that the same cause? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, really? okay, I don't know for a fact, but no, I'm, I'm like, but like mostly confident it was the same exact situation. It was, it was, it was. There were they had like munitions like for World War One on I a see. boat, and basically like two boats oh. crashed into each other, and a fire got started when the propellers of one boat tried to like move away post collision. It was like mm-hmm. they crash, and they're like, wait a second, we can get out of this. They start the propellers up, and it created created sparks, which created a fire. Well, you're gonna get out of it. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. One in no, Texas. Was, Those photos crazy. are insane because, like, it's like all wood buildings and like it's straight leveled. Like, yeah, the, con- the, just the Halifax one was the yeah. Halifax one was about twice as big. Wow. Yeah, what? Wow. Like the entire town just disappears. Yeah, that was. Uh, isn't that what the? Isn't that what? Uh, what's his face used in the Oklahoma City bombing? Um, oh uh, yes. yeah what's his name yes it was i think it may have been sodium nitrate i don't know but it was some sort of nitrate like that yeah. but he used obviously a much smaller amount than what we're seeing here right um 
Yeah, so an- another quick clarification to the explosion. I'm, I'm seeing some misinformation. It was like 2,700 tons of ammonium nitrate there. So people are saying it's like a 2.7 kiloton bomb. But uh, the kiloton is referencing tons of TNT, and ammonium nitrate is about 40% as efficient at exploding as TNT. So really, it's like it's, it's a little over like a one kiloton bomb, which is still huge. But it's only a 15th of what you know leveled Hiroshima. Wow. <laughs> Do they it's know insane. how many people died yet? I think the death toll is up to 150. Just good, considering how no, huge just it yeah. Was. Not say but it destroyed a lot good, of buildings and homes. Three hundred. Luckily, it was at the port. I think it's because it was at the port. If it was like in a urban complex center, yeah. that would have been. Yeah, the population worse. density at a port but, isn't that high. Yeah, it's Ooh, pretty insane yeah. too. Just seeing these like concrete s- structures just turn to powder. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Uh, really uh, yeah. gives you respect for the lack of permanence of everything around us. Right. <laughs> Seeing that stuff. You got to make the most of it. Go out and tell good stories, guys. Yep. I'm sure there's going to be some amazing heroic stories coming out of that, that horrible event. But yeah. Uh, I imagine. Okay. Last two videos to end on a little bit of a lighter note. Somebody put together a compilation of Will Ferrell MLB highlights. Okay, now that's gold. I'll put that in the description. And then... Um, oh, I got one. What was the other one? That Trump interviewing Trump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, oh, uh, Tom Scott's Million Dollars versus a Billion Dollars video. Such a good video. Yeah, that's a great video. If you have an hour and a half to spare, check it out. You don't yeah. have to watch the whole thing. Like, you could skip through it. I, I, mean, I, skipped, I didn't watch the whole thing. I skipped through it. It was cool that he gave us a shout out, though. Yeah. It's because I, I literally saw Tom, uh, and we had lunch, like probably like a couple weeks after I'd finished that video, and we had talked about that sort of thing, where he's like, I think it'd be better if you, if you do it like linearly in, in one dimension. I was like, yeah, you're right. I didn't do it. Oops. <laughs> he's like, maybe I'll do it. And here we are a year later, and he finally did it. Yeah. <laughs> So cool. There's tons of great videos online. Everyone who like is able to make a living off of YouTube probably makes good videos. Yeah. If you guys don't know, respect. I mean, Matt, Matt Carriker's got like one of the biggest channels on YouTube, but off the ranch yep, or demolition ranch. Um, you know, it's like he's, he's just doing like vlog stuff, but even his videos, you know, there's still like, he still, most of them still have the fundamental, like, okay, here's my problem. And then here's what I need to do to overcome that problem. Um, even though it's, you know, like vlog type stuff. Um, well, simplicity, it can be powerful still. I mean, yeah, it's sometimes you just want to see someone do a simple task. Yeah. Or experiment. It's also unique, I think in the sense that he's not like, he's not some like, you know, Instagram vlogger, type individual like he's just this this regular dude that is just kind of out on his property and he's just you know that's why it's got this like ranch vibe nobody's really doing that not like that anyway yeah definitely there's this sick uh documentary that's free on youtube i'd love to put it down in the description for you guys it's uh kind of like prim tech but it's documenting this group of people these archaeologists technically that are for the last like 17 years they've been building a medieval castle from the 13th century by hand 
<laughs> with only the tools that would have been disposable back then. And it's freaking sweet, dude. It's really insane. It's called Secrets wow. of the Castle. It's a five-part thing on YouTube. But wow, okay. it's fascinating, dude. Like, you're, they've been working at this. Like, these are craftsmen. They have, like, the guy who makes rope, the guy who makes the bricks, the guy, the master artisan, like, stonemason. It's it's really cool. And they're all using these, like, huge hamster wheel cranes What's that to, like, called? get the stones up the towers. It's called, uh, it's on a channel called Absolute History, Secrets of the Castle. But... It's like an advanced print tech, basically, mm-hmm. for anyone who wants to get into that. I'm into that, dude. You know what I mean? I mean, after watching this, I was like, how do we go there and work on a castle for a month and <laughs> make content? Going, <laughs> going to England to work it's on a It's still castle. going on, I believe. Like, this is a, an ongoing, like, historical thing in France that they're doing. So Dang. it's pretty dope. Super it's fascinating. Crazy. Well, long story short, there's a bunch of videos out there, guys, and uh, go out and watch them or go out and make them. So, You're speaking of videos, that'll probably be pretty good. Hopefully, Nick and I are going to be filming a one wheel video next week. Yeah, hopefully that turns out well. That's next week already. That confirmed, you guys are going. Yeah, it's confirmed. Yeah. We have our flights. We're going. We're going to get to film. Um, yeah, I'm 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 so excited. I have it's to train. So I'm going to go up to the top of uh, a mountain. Uh, when we're done here are you training every day Ren? every day i'm trying to put in at least like 10 to 15 miles a day okay wow. park city hmm? is it park city oh we don't know yet oh, top okay. secret we don't know where the race is going to be held until like we're there they are oh. trying so hard to keep it secretive one so that like randos don't show up but two to kind of like create this like reality tv air mystery you know like the amazing race you know yeah. you show up ready to do something but you don't know exactly what you're gonna do they're going to let you ride the course before you race it, right? That's what I'm assuming. But we also have two days uh, where there are going to be other competitions that we're doing, and we don't know what those are going to be. But right now, the main race is going to be an off, off-road trail race, uh, probably through the woods. It, it, it's going to be a course. Um, are you going to put a 360 camera on or a GoPro or both? I think everyone's going to be wearing GoPros. I'm probably going to bring a 360 camera. Those usually give like the coolest angles. Are yeah. you going to cut your hair into a mullet? So okay, I've been thinking we about that. Do something crazy. I want to cut my hair, but I don't want to like mullet. Just yeah. two plugs off the side, one on each. Go side. like hard buzz <laughs> on the side, straight like hard mullet, and then just leave everything else. So it's like a mo mullet. Yeah, yeah, yes. And then wear like wear <laughs> paint paint your helmet like an American flag. This is awful. <laughs> this is absolutely awful. It's horrible. <laughs> yes, dude. That's incredible. It's just enough to distract your opponents. Yeah, exactly. You'll throw them off. <laughs> throw them off. They won't even know what hit them. Yeah, so I'm probably going to try to get my hair cut maybe this weekend. I don't know how. I might have Jenna do it. I haven't figured it out yet. Scissors. Can you guys, you, you guys can't get haircuts right now? I don't know. Can, can we? You can. You can. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh. illegal. That's illegal. Hey, don't have hey. too big of a party. They're going to turn your water off. <laughs> well, that's another thing, son. That's another <laughs> thing. Another you time. saw those videos. That's for another time. I'll debate you on that. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Later. I hate parties. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is, is, this, is this the outro? Are we saying goodbye right now? Yeah, we're saying goodbye. Yeah. Okay. But Bye, everyone. Thanks Bye. for watching. Bye. That was a fun talk, guys. Yeah. That was good. That fun. Was good. Let's do it again sometime. Let's make a YouTube channel. Thank you, Sam.
Bye. <laughs>